Welcome to the Metaphoricist Magazine podcast, your home for beautifully made speculative fiction. The magazine is edited by B. Morris Allen, and I'm your host, Matt Gomez. This week's story is Indicative of Future Results by C.H. Rosenberg. Writing as an armchair economist, in real life, C.H. Rosenberg is a grizzled policy wonk who spent an early career fighting in the trenches of local politics in Southern California. Rosenberg currently works at one of Washington, D.C.'s many alphabet soup think tanks, brainstorming all sorts of amazing ways to save the planet. Let's jump in. The Front Page Feed, Morning Edition. Carefully curated and fact-checked headlines delivered to your inbox every day. Subject line, Extraterrestrials Exposed? Top-ranked news, 56,031 shares. Stunning proof of extraterrestrial cover-up floods internet. Yesterday's release of thousands of purportedly top-secret documents by a self-proclaimed former high-ranking national security official sent shockwaves across the metaverse. The manifesto accused the United States and allied spacefaring nations of covering up an extraterrestrial message received several years ago when both competing nation-states and private enterprise were emerging as serious contenders in a second space race. The self-described whistleblower claimed a signal was intercepted by a joint scientific team on board the International Space Station, ISS and the origin later pinned as the TRAPPIST-1 star system in the Aquarius constellation. All media inquiries to the personnel named in the leaked documents were directed to an ISS program spokesperson who declined to comment. The manifesto goes on to reveal that a second message was recently intercepted, with analysts agreeing it amounts to an announcement of an impending arrival. In other words, the alleged former insider warned, an extraterrestrial vanguard is on its way. We hope for the purpose of establishing diplomatic relations. Either way, our leaders are fooling themselves if they think they can keep this under wraps. While such claims of extraterrestrial contact are typically dismissed as false alarms, several respected experts appear to be taking this particular claim seriously. The International Academy of Astronautics and the SETI Institute both urged calm while they worked to verify the purported evidence. Business and Finance News, 4,833 shares. Closing Bell Roundup. Personal finance guru Connie Padilla today announced the release of her eagerly awaited book, Give Your Future Self a Raise. In this fresh spin on retirement planning, Ms. Padilla, 42, offers her characteristic pragmatic advice, as always inspiring readers with her message of financial empowerment. This adds to a growing media empire so far encompassing a semi-weekly podcast and newsletter, two other published books, and a robust digital community platform. Miss Padilla regularly appears on the conference and talk show circuit, and recently kicked off a live weekly show where she answers her audience's questions on everything related to personal finance. Library Latest episode, Downloading. Power Your Personal Finance, Unplugged, episode transcript. Live streaming in 3, 2, 1. Cue teaser, introductory music, sponsor plug. Connie. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm so glad to welcome you here on episode 10, 
10 of the live stream version of Power Your Personal Finance. I'm Connie Padilla, certified financial planner and author of Give Your Future Self a Raise, out now, plus two other bestsellers, Power Your Personal Finance, The Fundamentals, and The Smart Side Hustle. Each Friday, I take questions from people just like you, live on the show. My goal is to help you take control of your financial future for a worry-free life today and a comfortable retirement tomorrow. First off, a quick disclaimer. Power Your Personal Finance is purely for educational and entertainment purposes. Anything said on this show should not be construed as individual financial, legal, tax, or accounting advice. Listeners are advised to discuss their personal financial situation and goals with a financial professional. And remember, while we talk about stocks, bonds, real estate, and other investment opportunities on this show, past performance is not indicative of future results. Now, without further ado, let's get to your questions. And from my inbox, it's pretty obvious what most of you have on your mind. Sound effect. Drum roll. Connie. Aliens. Just kidding, folks, but several of you clearly are worried about defending yourselves from scammers and hoaxes. So let's start off with a couple of questions about protecting your personal identity. Then we'll step back to look at asset protection more holistically. Fast forward. Time, 2459. Connie. All right, we have time for one more call today. Let's go back to the queue. Hello, who's this? Frank. Hello, Miss Padilla. I'm Frank. Connie. Hey, Frank. How can I help empower you today? Frank. What's the deal with personal finance anyway? Connie. Huh? Frank. Apologies, Miss Padilla. I'm just frustrated. Maybe because I'm so new to all this. I mean, I've done my homework. I've listened to your entire archive of episodes. I've read all of your books. Connie. Wow. Frank. But I still feel completely overwhelmed. I'm usually very good at picking up new things. It's my job. So this is pretty embarrassing for me. Connie. Hey, never feel ashamed of what you don't know. If you've read Power Your Personal Finance and listened to episodes 211 and 341, I'll link to those in the show notes. You've heard me dish about my own background, growing up in a working-class Mexican immigrant family. My parents never talked about money, at least not beyond worrying we never had enough. I had to learn everything all on my own. Frank. You still grew up on, uh, in, a world where money is incredibly important for just about everything, right? But the whole concept is just incredibly alien to someone like me. I'm a foreign Connie. (laughs) I didn't want to comment on your accent, but it is lovely. Frank. Thanks, Miss Padilla. But my point is that things are completely different where I'm from. 401ks, IRAs, HSAs, FSAs, CFPs. We don't have anything remotely like that. I can barely wrap my tin, my head around it all. It's just so, so, so nonsensical. Connie. Calm down, Frank. Relax. I know all about feeling like a fish out of water. 
But honestly, you're in exactly the same boat as many of my other listeners. Possibly in an even better boat because you haven't had a chance to develop bad money habits in the first place. And rest assured, I'm here to help you navigate that ship to financial freedom. Frank, you you really think you can help me, Miss Padilla? Connie, absolutely. Now, let's start with the fundamentals. The front page feed. Breaking news. Subject line. Shocker. Politicians chuck plausible deniability. And little green men are headed for Earth. Top ranked news. 73,589,230 shares. We are not alone. World leaders confess to cover up. Tell public to prepare to welcome extraterrestrial visitors. In a stunning revelation, the leaders of several nations today confirmed the accusations posted last week by the still unidentified whistleblower. At the historic joint press conference, the President of the United States and other heads of state verified the interception of a message of intelligent extraterrestrial origin nearly a decade ago. They further verified receipt of a second message just over one month ago on October 15 at 5.32 a.m. UTC. Both missives have since been released to the public. Our interstellar neighbors tell us they have been observing humanity and want to learn more about us. Japan's prime minister summarized the message. That is why they have sent an emissary. Calculations based on information contained in the second message put the extraterrestrial ambassador's arrival at mid-April. I don't know what our idiot leaders were thinking. Not informing the public sooner so we'd all have more time to adjust to this new reality, said Dr. Abrams, director of the Space Policy Institute at the George Washington University. Consequently, humanity has just five months to collectively roll out the red carpet. Some humans, apparently, cannot wait. In reaction to thousands of extraterrestrial enthusiasts attempting to make contact through jerry-rigged transmitters, the UN Office for Outer Space Affairs posted an advisory warning against making unauthorized diplomatic overtures that may confuse, if not endanger, interplanetary relations. Business and Finance News 7,723,459 shares Completely bonkers! Main Street, Wall Street reaction out of this world. The U.S. Federal Reserve Board of Governors met this morning with leadership from central banks around the world. Their daunting task? Stabilize an economic and financial system that is just starting to react to yesterday's revelation about an impending extraterrestrial visit. Too late, said Resh Egerwal, senior analyst with the London-based Center for Fiscal Security. Everything has already gone completely bonkers. That is the technical term, by the way. Bonkers may indeed describe how both financial markets and consumers are responding to the news. On Wall Street, stocks seesawed wildly from opening to closing bell, repeating a pattern set by the Nikkei, Shanghai Composite, DAX, and FTSE earlier in the day. On Main Street, retailers reported record-setting activity, with customers fully in panic-buying mode. Sporting goods stores have resorted to rationing out survival and camping gear. The two most popular internet search terms yesterday were hazmat suit and DIY tinfoil hat. Customers are literally preparing for the end of the world, said Whole Nine Yards store manager Tanya Reese, 
speaking to a correspondent in El Paso, Texas. They're stocking up on everything, from firearms to canned food. The shelves are empty. We've completely run out of aluminum foil, and our vendors are backordered by as much as seven months. Library. Latest episode. Downloading. Power your personal finance. Ranked number one in genre. Please leave a review. Episode transcript. Q teaser. Introductory music. Sponsor plug. Connie. Happy Money Monday, everybody. I'm Connie Padilla, certified financial planner, welcoming you to episode 597 of the Power Your Personal Finance podcast. This is where we talk about everything that can affect your pocketbook and how you can act rather than react to take control of your financial future. Control and discipline is what it's all about, especially during volatile times. And speaking of volatility, what a week, huh? Stock markets plummeted, triggering the circuit breaker fail-safe no fewer than five times and taking all of our IRAs and 401ks along for the ride. Fortunately, things seem to stabilize by the end of the week. But what will the coming weeks and months bring? Listen, I know we're all shaken to the core by confirmation we're not alone in the universe. It makes us reassess what's truly important, revisit the things we take for granted. And when it comes down to it, I know we all have the exact same question. How is this going to affect my portfolio? Should I sell? Should I pull everything from my retirement account? Should I convert all my assets into cash or commodities? Do I put it all into durable goods? I want everyone listening to log out and step away from your investment apps. Take a deep breath. Do not let panic take control of your financial decisions. You are the one in control. Because here's the answer. Discipline. If you've been disciplined all along, you are all set. You have at least six to eight months of living expenses and cash on hand. You're diversified. You're prepared. You will be fine. You can weather the storm. In fact, my special guest today happens to be an expert on weathering financial storms. Fast forward. Time, 2705. We'll end the show as we always do, by reading a review left by a listener. Today's review was written by our friend Frank. Frank says, Miss Padilla has become my go-to resource for everything personal finance. Since she took my question on the live show, I've joined the Power Your Personal Finance online community, where I've been welcomed with open appendages by a group of people similarly inspired to make Miss Padilla's financial fund amentals part of their daily lives. I know I still have a lot to learn, but now I feel confident that I'm well on my way. Thank you, Miss Padilla. I'm your newest, biggest fan. Power Your Personal Finance Community Platform Enter username and password. Hot Topic What is ET's grift anyway? 2,739 replies. Excerpt. P.J. Kuppenheimer, an economist once ridiculed in academic circles for his obsession over proving the so-called theory of interstellar trade, was appointed this week to the White House Council of Economic Advisors. 
In his first interview with the news media, Kuppenheimer expressed skepticism over the stated intentions of the ambassadors, as the metaverse has dubbed the extraterrestrials, declaring, it is entirely irrational for any intelligent being, that is, any self-interested, utility-maximizing individual, to make the long and arduous interstellar journey simply to meet another species in person. These ambassadors clearly must have some profit motive in mind. Our job is to determine just what exactly that may be and how to prepare for it. Related link, The Grifter's Guide to the Galaxy, macroecondaily.net interview with P.J. Kuppenheimer, Ph.D., Chicago School of Economics. Moderator. Okay, folks, before you post, remember to answer today's poll. What's the real motivation driving these ambassadors to visit our little blue planet? One, they've screwed up their own planet and want ours. Two, they're straight-up conquerors and just want our planet, period. No justification required. Three, they've cooked up some grift that makes interstellar travel worth their while. Tally, one, 25%. Two, 13%. Three, 62%. Financially fit. Seriously? 38% of the people here must be hardcore preppers if they really believe in number one or number two. 215 likes, 52 LOLs. E.T. Frank. Preppers? Seven likes. Retire early or bust. I agree financially fit. I think the good profs hit the nail on the head. Between time dilation and the opportunity costs, in-person interstellar travel just doesn't make sense. There has to be something that makes it worth their while. But what? 198 likes. E.T. Frank. Preppers? Two likes. 32 eye rolls. Triple dollar sign survivor. Their technology has to be light years ahead of ours, right? My bet's on them manufacturing a bunch of tiny gizmos super cheap on their own planet and selling them for insane profit margins here. 278 likes, 53 shares. E.T. Frank. Why would the ambassadors want to sell anything? The message stated our entire goal is a free and open exchange of culture and ideas. 143 likes, 27 hearts. E.T. Frank. Sorry, typo. Their entire goal. Also, IDK preppers. Five LOLs. Retire early or bust. Come on, E.T. Frank. That's the classic freemium model. They'll start out giving away their nifty toys. And just wait. Soon enough, we won't be able to live without them. Then they'll be all, surprise, it's a subscription service. And start charging us through the nose. Or whatever orifice. Hook, line, sinker. 317 likes. 46 shares. Moderator. Here you go, Frank. Link to Neighborhood Nut Jobs or Smart Cookies. Top legal tips from America's premier preppers on setting aside enough food and ammo to last through the end of days. The Front Page Feed, Midday Edition. Subject line. Ray guns or hostess gift. Here's how to prepare for five different first contact scenarios. Top-ranked news, 207,403 shares. Third message a charm? Ambassadors claim friendly intentions. 
The World Ambassador Greeting Operations Network today announced interception of a third message, as the public counts down the four months remaining until first contact. Both Earth-based and orbiting telescopes tracked the latest message's trajectory back to an extraterrestrial ship, which, according to physicists, is rapidly decelerating and anticipated to cross into the Oort cloud by this Friday. The ambassadors once again stated their goal is to establish diplomatic relations and learn about humanity, said a spokesperson with the Welcome Wagon, the nickname given to the rapidly assembled International Coordinating Committee charged with establishing interspecies relations. Taken at face value, the ambassadors are definitely trying to stress their friendly intentions, said Dr. Ishal Ramirez, astrobiologist with the National Autonomous University of Mexico. She and her interdisciplinary team of scientists, data analysts, and linguists have scrutinized the details of every message received thus far. The picture we've put together so far indicates a culture dedicated to both intellectual and cultural advancement, almost as imperative to personal and societal growth. Economist Peter Jeremiah, P.J. Kuppenheimer, who recently skyrocketed from obscurity to a household name, is not so inclined to take the ambassadors at face value. Why are the ambassadors trying so hard to convince us of their benign motives? He scoffed in a series of critical tweets. Frankly, it's suspicious. Marketing industry veteran Shahad Khoury agreed. They're establishing their brand identity ahead of time, she theorized at a recent conference of the Euro-West Asia Advertising Alliance. Like everyone, they're selling something, and customers prefer supporting a brand they already feel positive about. Security experts take a more pessimistic interpretation of these messages. It could be propaganda intended to soften us up in advance of a full-scale invasion, suggested Mai Begay, fellow at the Center for Strategic Defense, based in Arlington, Virginia. In the meantime, Welcome Wagon has released preliminary details on the planned landing ceremony. A multinational site selection committee is wrapping up evaluation of candidate locations to serve as the ambassador's embassy. Business and Finance News, 24,869 shares. Defense investors hang 10 as sector surfs wave fueled by military dollars. Charitable giving and luxury travel soar. Shortly after news broke about the so-called ambassador's upcoming rendezvous with Earth, financial analysts predicted that the value of fiat currencies around the world would plunge, warning markets would experience a meltdown as people gathered with their loved ones to wait out with dread or excitement, the impending arrival. Instead, the revelation birthed a whole new set of momentum stocks. Despite reassurances the ambassadors are not out for conquest, not everyone on Wall Street, or in Washington, Beijing, Riyadh, or Moscow, is banking on a kumbaya first contact. Defense contractors, firearm manufacturers, and distributors of survival gear are all driving a robust bull market after an initial dip. At the same time, megachurches and community organizations find themselves overwhelmed by donations. People are desperate to redeem their souls before the invasion, observed Jenny Joe, pastor of the First Lutheran Church of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Tourism and recreation are also benefiting. The industry reported a 300% increase in spending compared to this time last year, with consumers throwing their retirement savings at bucket list items. Nobody's even raising an eyebrow at the wave reform these days, said Sergio Martinez, owner and CEO of St. Croix-based Extreme Ocean Skydiving LLP, 
They just shrug and say, why the hell not? At Connie Padilla, PYPF, power your personal finance. At PY Personal Finance Podcast, January 14, 837.5 thousand followers. Wow, incredibly honored to be recognized as a top finance expert by at Personal Investor Mag this week. Link to Personal Investor Magazine. Where are Americans turning for financial advice during the impending apocalypse? 2.7 thousand replies, 5.3 thousand retweets, 8.6 thousand likes. At Connie Padilla, PYPF, power your personal finance. At PY Personal Finance Podcast, January 16, 859.6 thousand followers. Had a great chat this week with my fellow money guru, at TK Rollins on at the talk exchange about all the hashtag market craziness right now. Link to Wall Street Bites. Technology stocks tumble across the motherboard. NASDAQ stumbles as industry doomsayers claim technologically advanced ambassadors could spell the end for Silicon Valley. At Connie Padilla PYPF. Power your personal finance. At PY Personal Finance Podcast, January 16. 859.6 thousand followers. But let's talk about what's happening on hashtag Main Street. Next week on the podcast, I'll do a deep dive into how the ambassadors are affecting the pocketbooks of real people. DM me if you have a story you'd like to share. 1.7 thousand replies, 5.8 thousand retweets, 10.4 thousand likes. Message to Connie Padilla, PYPF, from E.T. Frank, 1701, January 23rd. Hi, Miss Padilla. You probably don't remember me, but I was caller 7 on Power Your Personal Finance, live stream episode number 10. You even told me to reach out any time if I still had trouble taking control of my personal finance journey. Your words of empowerment that day really inspired me. So much so that I'm now the de facto economics expert among my friends and coworkers. They've even started asking me for advice. Whenever I'm unsure of the answer, I'll reread a chapter of your book, replay one of your podcast episodes, or ask the PYPF community for help. But now we all have the same question on our minds, and it's one I just don't know how to answer. Why in the universe is humanity reacting the way it is to the ambassador's arrival? We just don't get it. I mean, the ambassadors were really clear on having peaceful intentions. Officially, world leaders keep saying this is great news for the planet. But you, Connie Padilla, number one personal finance guru, always say that money speaks louder than words. Well, a lot of people are spending money in ways that show they're scared of an invasion or think the ambassadors are out to cheat everybody. So, can you tell me, why are humans reacting this way? And what do you think about it? Thanks so much. Loved the last episode. Frank. P.S. Which rational, intelligent being came up with the invasion scenario anyway?
It makes no sense for an invader to give their invadee a heads up, IMHO. Message to E.T. Frank 1701 from Connie Padilla, PYPF, February 12. Hey, Frank. So sorry for the delay. I was completely overwhelmed by all the terrific personal finance stories folks sent me last month. Teach me to ask half the metaverse to DM me. Frowny face. But of course, I remember my newest, biggest fan. I even told you to reach out to me anytime, right? It's super interesting you and your friends are putting yourself in the ambassador's shoes. Do they even have shoes? LOL. Because I'd say the issue here is that the rest of humanity is not putting itself in the ambassador's shoes. Nope, not at all. It's our first time meeting extraterrestrials. So who or what else do we even have to compare them to, besides ourselves? For what it's worth, I'd say most people assume the ambassadors are a lot like us, and weighing the risks versus rewards of first contact based on that. Those peaceful intentions the promises of cultural exchange, whatever goods and services they probably have to sell, they just don't outweigh the risk of an invasion. And don't even think of bringing logic into the conversation, my friend. Or, more likely, being rolled by little green men. Again, great question, and maybe one I'll post a video about later in the week. Connie. Message to Connie Padilla, PYPF, from E.T. Frank, 1701, February 13. Hi, Miss Padilla. Well, that's super depressing. I mean, if you were the ambassadors, how could you even counter that? And do you feel that way too? Or are you just another person trying to make a buck off the situation? I'm such a fan of yours, but I have to admit I'm also kind of disappointed in you right now. You're racking up all the ratings, giving people all the advice on weathering the storm and profiting from the uncertainty. But are you thinking at all about what this will mean for the future of humanity when the ambassadors see what's happening and decide WTH and go home? It's risk versus reward, after all. What's the reward for the ambassadors if humanity won't even give them a real chance? In the end, nobody gains, and everyone loses. Frank Message to Connie Padilla, PYPF, from E.T. Frank, 1701, February 14th. Hi, Miss Padilla. First off, I'm really sorry. I was a jerk in my last message and I wouldn't blame you for blocking me altogether. But if you haven't, can I admit I really was hoping you had the answer, just like you always seem to have the answer in all your books and podcasts. I have to confess I'm personally invested in this, no pun intended, though I can't say much more. Most of the time, I agree with my colleagues. The ambassadors should leave if this is going to be the reception. We'd like to believe humanity has a lot of potential, even with all the evil they do to each other and their planet. But with this? Unlike humans, Ambassadors aren't going to throw good money after bad, and there really seems to be no hope, at least not for both our peoples coming together. And yet, I can't help recalling that there really is potential, and I realize both of us do have a lot to gain. Not money, but a lot to learn, to share, to explore together. Both of us winners. If you're right, 
like you usually are, and it's all about risk versus reward, maybe the real question is, how do we go about changing the balance? I know it's a big ask of one personal finance guru, but you're always telling people to find their own power. Well, you have a lot of power. All the followers and admirers who've been inspired by you. I just wish you'd use it for something much bigger than selling books or advising people on their 401ks. Still your biggest fan, Frank. The Front Page Feed, Special Edition. Subject Line. Has First Contact been cancelled? Top-ranked news, 49,076,329 shares. Ambassadors ship no longer on course to rendezvous with Earth. Political leaders and science fiction aficionados around the world panicked yesterday morning when several Earth-based and orbiting observatories, which have kept their instruments trained on the incoming vessel for months, all reported a sudden change in the trajectory at around 7 o'clock UTC. Welcome Wagon released an official statement at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, confirming the reports but cautioning the public not to jump to conclusions. We are all puzzled and, yes, concerned about this reported change in the ship's flight path, but rest assured we have our top astrophysicists looking into it, the statement declared. We must remember that the ambassadors are, technologically speaking, leaps and bounds ahead of us. For all we know, this anomaly may be well within expected parameters. Maybe they forgot something, was the top punchline on the late-night comedy shows. Similar humorous memes quickly gained popularity across the metaverse. But others failed to see the new development as a joking matter. The now-vindicated whistleblower, credited with starting the entire chain of events, returned yesterday afternoon to the virtual public square, claiming yet another message from the ambassadors was intercepted and held back from public release. Even I'm not certain what exactly is in that message, the former insider admitted, but it sure as heck sent everyone into a tizzy. The White House press secretary immediately denied the claim, as have spokespeople with the other nations cited in the allegation. Welcome Wagon in the meantime has convened an emergency session, set to meet tomorrow morning. Stay tuned for more reporting from the front page feed, as this story continues to develop. Business and Finance News, 10,492 shares. Closing Bell Roundup. Personal finance juggernaut Connie Padilla this week announced an undetermined hiatus of her popular podcast, Power Your Personal Finance, along with a pause on all future interviews and speaking engagements. She gave no reason, only telling her millions of fans through social media to stay tuned, something big is on its way. Speculation immediately arose that Ms. Padilla is using this time to launch a new Power Your Personal Finance branded initiative. The personal finance guru's popularity shot through the stratosphere as the ambassadorship drew closer to Earth, attracting an increasing number of fans and admirers with her trademark calm and steady advice. Connie really has her finger on the pulse of Main Street, said T.K. Rollins, who often appears with Ms. Padilla on shows like The Talk Exchange and Financial Forecast. It's no wonder she's so quickly become not just America's, but everyone's personal finance confidant. Indeed, only White House economic advisor P.J. Kuppenheimer has similar name recognition, but without the comfort factor, according to Rollins. 
I trust her, commented a member of the Power Your Personal Finance community platform who posts by the name of Triple Dollar Sign Survivor. Connie really gets me. Gets us, gushed retire earlier bust, another member of the online community. Whatever she has in store, I know it'll be huge. Message to Connie Padilla PYPF from E.T. Frank, 1701, February 20th. Hi, Miss Padilla. I hope you are doing well. Since I never heard back from you, I guess you must be very busy, or you really did block me after all. This is the last time I'll contact you, and it's to say goodbye. My job transfer has been canceled so there's no longer any reason to continue with my personal finance education. I will miss all your advice and inspiration. I learned so much from you, not only about personal finance and economics, but gained a better understanding of the world in general. On a final note, I read you've taken a step back from your media empire to focus on something big. I can only hope my last message inspired you in some small way, though nothing like how much you've inspired me. Either way, I wish you and everyone in the PYPF community only the very best. Frank Message to E.T. Frank, 1701, from Connie Padilla, PYPF, February 21st. Hey Frank, you should have a little more faith in me, if you really are my biggest fan. Didn't I say I could help you? I wasn't offended at all by your message, though I was pretty stunned. Yours was the biggest challenge anyone has ever offered me, and probably the most meaningful too. It made all the advice I've been called on to give up to then seem small and petty in comparison. By the way, do you know why I started giving personal finance advice in the first place? Coming from a family with very little, I saw how money gives people so many more choices. Funny. Now I see it works the other way around, too. Obsessing over wealth can really limit us, huh? Your words push me to see things from another perspective. Through alien eyes, lol. You're 100% right about all of it. We would all lose out if our two peoples never met and learned from each other. You're also right that I do have a lot of influence. More than I realized. So now I'm planning to use that power for something big. Something much much bigger than selling books or advising people on their 401ks. I'm going to change that balance. Connie. Message to E.T. Frank, 1701, from Connie Padilla, PYPF, February 21st. You know, thinking back, I never actually gave you my personal mail, hmm? Tell your friends and coworkers you'll be moving forward with that transfer after all. Power your personal finance community platform. Enter username and password. Hot topic. Discuss Connie Padilla's latest article in Personal Investor. 3,228 replies. Excerpt. If you have an entrepreneurial streak, arrival of the ambassadors could mean an opportunity to finally kick off that side hustle. Think about it, an entirely different species could open up whole new markets for goods and services. 
instead of reacting to first contact, be proactive and brainstorm ways to pivot and boost your earnings potential. Related link, the smart side hustle, available at the following retailers. Moderator, way to go, Connie. Okay, folks, let's get proactive in this forum. Share some of your ideas for post-first contact side hustles. Retire earlier bust. Do these aliens even breathe our air? My brother-in-law works for a factory that makes oxygen for hospitals. Maybe we could manufacture whatever they breathe and sell it. 37 likes. Country mouse investing in cheese. I'll bet even my rat hole hick town would seem exotic to visitors from another world. I could start a tour guide gig. Come and see Earth's biggest ball of twine. 11 hearts. Mortgage burning party. Not a bad idea, CMIIC. Personally, I think souvenirs are where it's at. I'll call my company Made on Earth. 52 likes. Jump to latest comments. Feeling bearish. Hold on here, people. Who says the ambassadors will cough up cash for anything? Maybe they don't even have anything like money where they're from. Honestly, I think our girl Connie is being too optimistic this time. Five likes. Retire early or bust. Maybe Connie is being an optimist. But isn't she right that nothing positive will happen until you start being proactive and take power? And isn't that better than throwing trillions of dollars at tanks and aircraft and crap that probably wouldn't last half a minute against a bunch of space invaders? 542 likes. Country mouse investing in cheese. Hey, I say it's worth taking the risk. This mouse is grabbing the chance to get out of the corporate rat race. 73 likes. Mortgage burning party. Does that mean the ambassadors will buy my souvenirs? 37 likes. The front page feed. Subject line. First contact back on track and straight to the bank. Top ranked news. 43,722,549 shares. Just a blip. Ambassadors stay the course for Little Blue Planet. The world held its breath last week when it appeared the ambassadors had aborted their mission. We all just about sullied our pants, relate a member of Welcome Wagon, on condition of anonymity. Considering all the time, effort, and money put into preparing for first contact, the event of the millennium, what would we even do if the ambassadors decided to change their minds? The shock turned into relief this Tuesday, when observatories confirmed the ambassadors were still making their way to Earth, albeit slightly behind schedule. <laughs> it must have just been a blip, chuckled Lassetti Kosi, astrophysicist at the South African National Space Agency. I guess Welcome Wagon shouldn't roll up the red carpet just yet. Many are now criticizing the whistleblower for inciting unnecessary panic with allegations about the cover-up of a fourth message, received from the ambassadors at the same time their ship appeared to veer off course. My fellow world leaders and I are committed to open and honest dialogue with the public about every aspect of this momentous development in human history, the United States president spoke yesterday evening from the Oval Office. The time for secrecy and self-interest has passed. Business and finance news, 132,837 shares. 
Will extraterrestrials put extra cash in our pockets? This personal finance guru thinks so. What started as a provocative article on Personal Investor is now all every wannabe entrepreneur is talking about. Connie Padilla, of Power Your Personal Finance fame, set off a global conversation last week with a powerful essay, click here, laying out her argument that the ambassador's arrival will stimulate innovation and goose the economy. Ambassadors is a misnomer, Miss Padilla proclaimed. Replace alien and extraterrestrial with customer and client. You want to approach first contact like a real entrepreneur? Take control of the situation. Chuck that tinfoil hat. Put away your H.G. Wells and start drafting your goddamn business plan already. Padilla's messages of financial empowerment garnered her a loyal fan base that ballooned with the first revelations about the ambassadors. Economists around the world are finally starting to take her seriously, too. Miss Padilla may have a point, allowed P.J. Kuppenheimer, the White House economic advisor who had been openly skeptical about the ambassador's intentions. Under the theory of interstellar trade, and despite the obvious challenges related to transport costs, the ambassadors could be incentivized to manufacture high-value goods and invest their profits locally. That would be to Earth's economic advantage. The financial markets appear to agree with both Padilla and Kuppenheimer. Blue-chip stocks rallied again, but this time the action on Wall Street wasn't concentrated in the defense sector. Investors across the board are expressing renewed optimism over the future. One manufacturer after another has announced hefty investments in R&D in anticipation of the ambassador's arrival. The effects aren't limited to the big corporate players either. State and local agencies reported a surge in the pulling of new business licenses and filing of articles of incorporation. It's time to stop being scared, Padilla encouraged members of her online community platform. Be excited! Message to Connie Padilla, PYPF, from E.T. Frank, 1701, March 18th. Hi, Miss Padilla. I meant to message you earlier, but things have been incredibly hectic with everyone making final preparations to open up our new location. That's right. My transfer is on course to happen after all. It may sound odd, but it's really all thanks to you. The only downside is that things are busier than ever as a result, but I'm not complaining. I know you've been extremely busy too. I think every other communication beamed from Earth these days has your signature on it. You seem to be everywhere, in articles, on your podcast, popping into your community forum, giving interviews, bringing people together. I'm amazed by all you're doing, inspiring people to see not just the risks, but all the rewards a relationship between our peoples could bring. Most of all, I'm amazed that someone like me could inspire someone like you. You were right all along, too. It's up to each of us to take power over our own future. And that includes our shared future. It's a future I'm feeling so much more optimistic about, too. Your biggest fan in the universe, Frank. The Front Page Feed, Special Edition. Subject Line. Get ready for the biggest watch party ever. 
10 celebrity chefs share their out-of-this-world recipes. Top-ranked news, 4,043,852 shares. We're on our way. Ambassadors reassure humanity. Relief, joy, and anticipation were on clear display around the world with the public release of the ambassador's latest missive to Earth. According to the Welcome Wagon Secretariat, the message amounts to confirmation of arrival and an apology for potentially causing confusion among human officials due to a mild correction in trajectory. We remain enthusiastic about this first meeting between our respective species, the ambassadors emphasized in multiple languages, and we hope this is just the beginning of new opportunities for our two peoples. We both have much to exchange and countless ways to profit from diplomatic ties. Business and Finance News 98,302 shares. Ambassador's latest message sends markets soaring. We both have much to exchange and countless ways to profit, was the sentence from the ambassador's latest missive that investors zoomed in on. Are they talking trade deals? said Jan Sundstrom, Director General of the World Trade Organization, now undergoing drastic restructuring in preparation for the ambassador's arrival. What items will be on the table? Welcome Wagon, apparently taking personal finance guru Connie Padilla's advice to take control of the situation, announced formation of an international blue ribbon panel to analyze the economic opportunities presented by establishing trade relations with extraterrestrials. The panel, to be co-chaired by Ms. Padilla herself, along with White House economic advisor PJ Kuppenheimer, will report out a framework set of recommendations prior to first contact. When asked at the press conference about her outsized impact, driving this new wave of optimism, Padilla replied, I don't believe that one person alone, no matter how influential, can move the entire world. But, as my biggest fan in the universe recently reminded me, I can, and I should, give it a nudge. The Nikkei reached an all-time high today on the news, with the FTSE closing just a whisker below its own record. Message to E.T. Frank, 1701, from Connie Padilla, PYPF, March 19th. Hey, Frank, that's fantastic news. I guess my diabolical plan worked after all. What's the point of having power and influence if you can't use it to make the galaxy a better place? Though I guess I should feel a little bit bad about it. In a way, I'm tricking people about how everyone is going to profit from first contact. But I'm not wrong about that in a bigger sense. Everyone will profit from our people's meeting, just not in the way they're assuming I meant. While you're making your big move, I'm thinking about my next step too. I want humanity to have some grander ambition to aspire to than just feathering our own nest. Sure, maybe we need to use the promise of wealth as a goad in the short run, but long term, I want us to look up toward the stars instead of always down at our own pocketbooks. I've never considered taking on something so huge, but maybe if we work together, it'll be easier to tackle. I think we make a stellar team, lol. So, now that your transfer's on again, I think we should finally meet in person. In, say, two months, four days, eleven hours, and change from when I hit send? Connie. Message to E.T. Frank, 1701. From Connie Padilla, PYPF, March 19th. 
I also think it's about time you knock off this Miss Padilla stuff and start calling me Connie. Message to E.T. Frank, 1701, from Connie Padilla, PYPF, March 19th. What should I call you? The Front Page Feed, Morning Edition. Subject Line, Welcome to Earth. Top-ranked news, 102,486,093 shares. Ambassadors arrive, a photojournalist's moment-by-moment diary. Caption 1. Houston, they've arrived. View from International Space Station. Ambassador Mothership parks in Earth orbit. Caption 2. Bienvenidos, Montevideo, Uruguay. Ambassador Landing Craft touches down in the middle of Plaza Independencia. Caption 3. A historic meeting. Foreground. Ambassador Delegation exchanges greetings with welcome wagon emissaries. Caption 4. We have much to learn from each other. New York City, United States. Ambassador Glortish Hrone, left, delivers speech before United Nations General Assembly. Business and finance news, 59,340,271 shares. Ambassador Onomics, 101 to precede trade talks. Markets soared Tuesday on affirmation the ambassadors are, indeed, eager to open trade discussions with the World Trade Organization, the first time that body will truly represent the entire planet. We're going to make the made-on-earth label mean something, Jan Sundstrom proclaimed at yesterday's press conference, the ambassador's special attaché for interspecies business and finance, Flelving Lankonai, at his side. Investor optimism remained undampened despite both parties citing a need for preliminary discussions before trade talks begin in earnest. We're not even talking about an apples-to-oranges comparison in how our two economies work. Hell, we're not even talking fruit, said U.S. Trade Representative Marcella Sai. The ambassadors operate in a completely different manner, and it's going to take some time just to wrap our heads around it. The ambassadors seem to take the concept of knowledge economy to an entirely new level, one apparently based on an open sharing mechanism rather than the exchange-for-value economic models we're familiar with on Earth, explained Claire Aheis, economic sociologist with Princeton University. If their claims are accurate, Life on the ambassador's homeworld blows every single metric of our own legatum prosperity index out of the water when it comes to measuring global well-being, she went on to add. Personally, I'd love to know how they do it. A heist joins a growing multitude of economists, sociologists, political scientists, philosophers, and civic activists around the world fascinated by what humanity is learning about the ambassadors. At the same time we're selling the ambassadors on human goods and services, Scholars in the mainstream public alike are increasingly sold on what they have to offer us, a heist noted. To lay the foundation for negotiations, the WTO's Blue Ribbon Panel on Exploring Interstellar Economic Opportunity is launching a series of cross-cultural learning sessions. Special attaché, Lankonai, will be representing the ambassadors in these conversations. The events will be open to the public and simulcast around the globe. Early reports of close collaboration between the special attaché and the panel's chair, Connie Padilla, are particularly promising. 
Connie and Floving hit it off right away, observed Miss Padilla's co-chair, T.J. Kuppenheimer. They make a pretty stellar team. Library. Latest episode. Downloading. Power your personal finance. Ranked number one in genre. Please leave a review. Episode transcript. Q teaser. Introductory music. Sponsor plug. Connie. Happy Spread the Wealth Wednesday, everybody. I'm Connie Padilla, Certified Financial Planner, welcoming you to Episode 787 of the Power Your Personal Finance Podcast, where we talk not just about everything that can affect your pocketbook, but also peel back the rules and assumptions governing the game all of us have been playing. It's been gratifying hearing from so many listeners how much you appreciate the new direction this show has taken these past few months which is why the Power Your Personal Finance Network is launching an entirely new show all about exploring the new financial frontiers First Contact has opened for us. Can you believe it's been over a year now? Anyhow, it's about time we really explore the potential of this still nascent relationship between our species. Most exciting of all, I'll be co-hosting the show with my best buddy, Floving Lanconi, truly an extraordinary personality, explorer, academic, diplomat, and, I would say, something of an entrepreneur himself, though he'd probably disagree. Flovings made a study of human culture, specializing in economics and finance, and never fails to surprise with his insights. Anyhow, this show will be looking at the big picture, aimed at listeners from both planets. We'll talk about how to invest in super foreign markets, the nuts and bolts of building cross-species enterprises, pros and cons of doing business across the light years, and how to survive life on a predominantly capitalist planet. Plus, successful alternatives elsewhere, and lessons we've all learned along the way. And every episode, we'll ask of humans and ambassadors alike, how can we improve? That's why we're calling it Outperforming Ourselves. And to give you a little taste of what's to come, I've brought Floving on as my surprise guest for today's show. Oh, and don't be surprised if I seem to slip up on his name every now and again. Kind of an inside joke. Now, before we start, a quick disclaimer. You know the boilerplate, folks. Power your personal finances purely for educational and entertainment purposes. Anything said on this show should not be construed as individual financial, legal, tax, or accounting advice. Listeners are advised to discuss their personal financial situation and goals with a financial professional. And remember, while we talk about stocks, bonds, and interstellar investments on this show, past performance is not indicative of future results. Let's all aim to do better. That was Indicative of Future Results by C.H. Rosenberg. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you'd leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen to us on. Or, better yet, share the magazine and podcast with a friend. If you'd like to listen to more speculative fiction, visit us online at magazine.metaphoricist.com or on Twitter at metaphoricistmag.com.